As an entrepreneurial mother of three, Robbie R. Smith was inspired to blaze the trail for women of color in a lucrative yet male-dominated industry. Combining her passion and advocacy for public health beginning in the home with her innate resourceful mentality, Smith launched the most successful Black woman-owned extermination company, RB Pest Solutions. Beyond her company, as a visionary and mentor that desires to leave a legacy through her example and advocacy, Robbie R. has been able to inspire women throughout underserved communities like Southside Chicago to create new and innovative opportunities for themselves and their families. Robbie R. is a former woman in tech and university business professor who is continuing to break barriers now in a multi-million dollar male-dominated industry. She is here to share with us how she has used her own trials to propel her forward and how legacy is not just what you do, it's what you do for others who are following behind you. Let's take a listen. Hi, Robbie R. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Thanks for taking the time to be here. Oh, no, I'm super excited. Thanks for having me. Of course. So before we jump into where you are today, can you take us back and tell us a bit about your experience in the tech industry and as a university professor? So it's funny. um, I got my undergrad in psychology and I was headed to law school and had children. And so I'm looking around like, wait, okay, I don't know if my schedule would allow me to do that with three small children at the same time. So I was just looking for majors that I can go back to school in and just try to figure out how to do something short term until I can get back on the road of going to law school. And so I was looking and seeing that, you know, technology was booming. It was something that can allow me to provide for my children, um, a really good, you know, field and it was many different areas. Everybody think when you think technology, they just think computers, but it's networking. It's being a business analyst and the liaison between businesses and the tech team. So went into that and received my MBA and master's in information systems um, and technology. And then from there, I started teaching courses and went into the IT field and It was just the most rewarding field because with my MBA, it allowed me to do entrepreneur courses. And that's how I dove into the entrepreneur realm of things. Interesting. That's really fascinating that you really started in law, but then ended up in tech. And yeah, what a great industry and probably a great time to enter that field too. And when did you end up in the university professor position and how did that happen? So I was being an IT consultant and being that liaison between the business part of any business and the tech team, you have to have great communication skills. So I would do, you know, presentations and things like that. And a coworker of mine that was a professor was like, have you ever thought about teaching? And I'm like, no, something I never thought about. And they told me that I would be good at it. And so introduced me to someone and one thing led to another. And I started teaching at many of the colleges here in Chicago. And so before you know it, I was teaching courses like computer networking, uh, business development, professional development. And from there, I was a professor. I became a full-time professor out of nowhere. And it was just something where I got into that was not my intention at all, but it was so rewarding. Wow. I love that it seems like, and and we're going to get into it, but that 
you have no problem going into spaces that are new and exciting and, and kind of shifting and changing your lane. And uh, that's it's just really inspiring. And you're continuing to break barriers now in a multi-million dollar male-dominated industry. Can you tell us how you came to take interest in the extermination industry uh, after you know this work that you were already involved in and, and enjoying? What was it that inspired you to get involved and kind of switch gears towards this direction? So, so I think it's important that it's funny how one set out to do one thing and the universe just puts you in a whole nother direction. And it's almost like you just have to learn how to pivot, right? Oh, yeah. And so why being a professor and teaching business development, I started teaching business planning and how to create an executive summary, a SWOT analysis, how to look at the strengths and weaknesses of any organization. And after so many times of teaching this course, I start learning these things in the back of my head. Now, in the meantime, I grew up in the pest control industry. My mom and dad, they've been in the industry for over 43 years. And so my dad has always been a pest control technician. And he was encouraging me over the years, you should really take the test. You should really dive into this industry. And I'm like, uh, who, who wants to be an exterminator? Right? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if that's something that I've always wanted to do, but I'll give it a try. And so as I was teaching those courses, I started studying for the pest control exam and I failed the exam the first time. I failed it the second time. And I'm like, wait, okay, the professor in me and the nerd in me is like, this test cannot be this hard. So <laughs> I, really, <laughs> I really dove into it and it's one of those things where I fell in love with learning the life, cy life cycle of insects and bugs and how to create safe spaces for restaurants, daycares, and businesses. And I fell in love with it and finally passed the test after wow. taking it over and over again. And I printed those business cards in 2016 and have not looked back since. Wow, that's incredible. And I love the history there, your family uh, that your family's been involved for so many years too, that I'm sure that that feels great to, you know, be doing something that your family was already so invested in as well. Yes. And so beyond your company, you've been deeply invested in advocacy, working to inspire women throughout underserved communities to create new and innovative opportunities for them and their families. Can you tell us more about what drives your passion to lead in this way? I think it's just a matter of representation. I think that, you know, judging a book by its cover, when you say pest control, you just automatically, something visually comes into your head as to who is going to show up. Yeah. And so for women to be able to show up at your doorstep and have that soft skill and be able to relate to your home decor or just the landscaping around, or even just a woman showing up and getting rid of your insects or the bad bugs or any you know, whatever infestation that you're going through, it, it's really like a wow experience for the customer over and over again. And of course, we're in 2022, so nothing should be new under the sun, but women are still fighting um, equality in certain areas. And so to show up and get that wow factor from the client, and then they tell a friend and a friend tells a friend like, wait, these women are showing up and they're kicking butt. The representation is just pretty cool. It's just something to fall in love with. So yeah. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about generational wealth and the legacy you're hoping to create, as well as how you're working to encourage other women to focus on their own legacies as well. So I think that it's a legacy business for me because 
of my parents. Um, my dad, again, has been in the industry for over 43 years. And my mom just recently passed in October. I'm so, so sorry. Oh, thank you so much. She's an angel. So she's watching over me and working on my behalf. Absolutely. I, I, I feel it. So it's that for me. It's being able for, I have three daughters. They're all in college. They're 21 and 20 and they're young women in the pest control industry. So I'm just looking at the tree that we're building here and how 43 years ago, you know, my dad just set out with, a, with his B&G tank and just getting rid of pests. And for now, 43 years later, for us to grow this into this ama- amazing business where it's three, four generations down the line, we're passing this trade on and we're introducing it to the community. We're hiring in the community. Um, we've, we've published a children's book to expose pest control to the children at a young age and how cool it is to be <laughs> licensed through the, yes, through the Department of Public Health. So it's just, a, it's just an amazing, it's something I never thought I would be doing, but my children's children, and you know, they're able to look at it and say, wow, this is something we can do. Absolutely. And that it brings back that element of representation too, that mm-hmm. not just for women to see a woman doing a job that you wouldn't typically expect a woman to do, um, but for children to, to learn about this and for young girls to, to see, oh, that's something that I could do, you know, and uh, just to educate them on all of their options is is incredible and to do that through storytelling there's no more perfect way to do that so i love that thank you how would you say the trials you've faced in your own life have helped you better navigate to where you are now and what would you say is the importance of using our challenges to move us forward oh my goodness i tell people all the time that starting um rb pest solutions really it, it really was just full circle for me. All the things that I struggle with personally, like being really indecisive, being in my head about a lot of things, didn't have the luxury to survive over here in my professional career. Um, I had to be able to make decisions and do things and keep, keep moving forward. And so I tell people all the time, if RBP Solutions does not exist another day beyond this, it has really revealed myself to me and I have done so much growth uh, personally as a result of having to make these tough decisions professionally that it, it's been a priceless road. And so and that's what I would encourage is that, you know, it really revealed myself to me and who I am and how strong I can be and how I can be in leadership positions and grow a team. And I, don't, I didn't think I was capable of that uh, from a personal standpoint because of my indecisiveness, which is one of the things I struggle with. But now I have to make a decision and keep moving because I have people on my staff that rely on me to make good, sound decisions and be in a leadership role. So I'm thankful for that. Right. And I, I have to say, I really admire hearing your story and like the ways that you, uh, you know, have dove into these really, they were different totally different fields. I mean, even just going from law to tech, um, you know, and deciding to take on the teacher role and now taking on this family business, uh, it's just really admirable also. And, and again, it speaks to representation for women to see that the, your path does not need to be linear. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's really not supposed to be, in my opinion, that the way that we find ourselves and, and the personal growth journey is really all about 
allowing yourself to pivot and allowing yourself to, to try new things and just press past your comfort zones. Um, and like you said, now you're in a position where you don't have the option. It's like, I just got to get past that discomfort because I've got people that are counting on me. Uh, and I just, I just want you to know, I think it's really admirable. Uh, Thank you so much that. for that. Thank you. I feel like I found the love of my life. Aww. You know how you look everywhere else and you're like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, psychology, law or tech and for pest control. It's been here since the beginning of time. It's just that I feel like I've went out and acquired all the skills that I need. And now I feel at home. So Right. Right. Yeah. And what like a beautiful full circle experience and that your family is so tied to it is just mm -hmm. incredible. And yes. I want to talk about, uh, you talk about the power of the learner's heart. So what would you say are the key ingredients uh, to having a learner's heart? And what does that mean to you exactly? So I think the key ingredients for that is just being open to being a student around you for everything. You know, I honestly believe what you're seeking is seeking you. And so just paying attention and being open to the growth and learning how to pivot when necessary. I love to be able to be in rooms and areas that I know the least about and everyone else around me is an expert because it allows me to grow and it allows me to evolve and nurture in that, in that room. And then it also holds me responsible to pay it forward when I leave that room, when I go into other rooms where I may be the person in the room that may be the expert. And so just being open to all of the possibilities with pest control in particular, you'll never know it all about a spider or ant. They work, if we work just as smart as them, no telling what the human species would be. I mean, <laughs> it's fascinating watching how they built their colonies and the bees and how they work together. The, the nature here is beautiful and it's just, we're all one. So mm -hmm. that's what I've learned is that we all coexist and we all play our part on this, on this, in this universe. And it's beautiful to learn. That is so beautifully said. And I love that you say, and it's one of my favorite quotes, what's seeking, what you're seeking is seeking you. Um, because I totally agree with that. I think that when, you, especially when you speak about having passion for something, when you really allow yourself to go down the path of what excites you um, and what you feel fulfillment from, it, that just kind of builds upon itself. And uh, in that way, you do start to see how interconnected everything is and how you've kind of been drawn to things, not by chance. You've been drawn to them because, you know, for you specifically, it sounds like you you were really meant to to have this role that you're fulfilling right now in this industry and at this time, at this particular time. Uh, and all the skills that you acquired along the way, um, another one of my favorite quotes is that success is when preparation meets opportunity. Oh, great. I love that. Right. I'm um, pretty <laughs> sure Oprah says that uh, often. And it's one of my favorites because it allows you to stay in the parts that are like kind of feel like a grind or feel tricky or tough. Uh, because if you can look at it that way, it's that you're preparing yourself for the moment when the right opportunity will hit and you will be prepared to step into yes. it, which yes. is exactly, it sounds like what happened for you. And as we said, your career path has not been a straight line necessarily. You've moved through many, in my opinion, significant and impressive roles along your career path. 
Uh, but what would you say was the main thread that kept you believing as, in yourself as you moved from, from one role to the next? I think knowing when to pivot. And I've used that word several times on here because sometimes based on what I've just explained to you, you can be so committed to the role and what you set out to do that when it starts to look different or you shift that you try to stay committed to, okay, I said I'm going to law school, so I'm going to finish law school or I'm, I'm going to embark on this road. And you learn if you just pay attention to your intuition, which is your internal GPS, you're still going to, you're still going to succeed. You're still going to be happy. You're still going to have all these things, but it may not look like what you thought it was going to look like. And so knowing when to pivot and be brave enough to change your mind and go in a different direction. I mean, I've had all these prestige um, titles prior to being a simple pest control technician, right? And one would be like, okay, so you're going to trade this for this, professor pest control, like which one sounds more impressive, but this choosing this outfit really, look, I'm here speaking with you today. And I'm here embarking and sharing the word as being just a quote unquote pest control technician. And it feels good. And so I guess I'm all over the mobile bush with this thing. But just to, to answer your question, just paying attention and which is your GPS and knowing when to pivot when it says so being obedient. There it is. Being obedient to what's pulling and tugging at you, I think is, is key. And being brave, you said being brave, and that really struck me because it. I I am a firm believer in following our intuitions too. It's something that I talk a lot about, <laughs> um, and I think that the the ingredient that you really need when you're going to follow your intuition is the bravery and the willingness mm-hmm. to listen to it. You know, we can all do the work to hear our intuitive voice and to. Uh, maybe even just be brave enough to listen to it, but like, are you going to be brave enough to take action? Right. And that's, that's really what it comes down to. And I love that you say the obedience of it, you know, that you really do have to listen and take aligned action. Action that is aligned with what feels good for you. Um, And I, I often talk about passion and compassion on this uh, podcast a lot, because I think it's a topic that, really is at the core of anybody who's doing something with their life that feels fulfilling or meaningful. There is a passion at the core of that. And I also think that there's compassion at the core of that Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So can you tell us what your own definition of compassion is and how it relates to, to the work that you do? Oh my goodness. Listen, that word is on the forefront of everything that we do in the industry only because when we come in contact with many of our customers, they're in a frenzy and they want, they want a problem solved. And so our job is to have, that's the first thing that we have to have is compassion that, oh my goodness, what if this was my home, my business, or what if this was me calling? How can I um, put myself in that person's shoes and get the job done? so that they feel a sense of comfort and they feel safe. And so we're talking about pest control here, right? But that's just part of it. Like that's just the trade. 
but everything is is around compassion and empathy and being kind and being transparent and having the soft skills because we're going into people's homes. This is their greatest asset. This is their um, temple. And so you have to have a sense of compassion when you're going, you know, going into their homes. We can see children and their pets and their loved ones and them being in a frenzy. Everything to us is about putting ourselves in their shoes to solve their concern. So yeah. compassion yeah. is definitely at the forefront. Yeah, it sounds like it. And I'm glad that you were able to really dive into it from that perspective, because I don't think that's something that you even think about when you think about pest control. You know, if you're not in that position of the person who's who's dealing with the issue or someone who's there to try and fix it, you don't really think about how um, traumatic it can be. Uh, when that's happening and it's happening to your home or your business. Uh, so I, I love that you spoke to that. And we often discuss the topic of community here as well. So can you tell us the importance of community in your opinion and the benefits of being community minded? It's the reason why RB Pest Solutions is thriving the way that we're um, thriving in year six. So we're located in the neighborhood in Chatham here in Chicago. So it's the South side of Chicago. And so, you know, Chicago is known for many beautiful things. And then some things it's known for some of its violence and some of the things that's going on in our urban city. And so being in this community, we have a retail store as well. And so it was important that when I would go to customers' homes in between services, they may wanted something that was right on the spot. They'll go to like a huge company in the neighborhood and stand in the aisle and wouldn't know what to purchase. So I said, why don't we give the, the community a retail store where they can come in, shop for products, have touch like intimate relationships with their pest control provider. And we walk them through how to do a lawn treatment if they're having, you know, a family gathering in the backyard and just having that intimate touch and hiring in the community and you get a chance to see maybe your neighbor work at the store and, you know, we're going to the schools and reading to the children and, but we, we, their mom and dad also is a pest control technician or, or work in some type of capacity in our office. It's, it's full circle and it's all about community and it's all about recycling the dollar providing for um, our children, providing jobs. We do job fairs in the community. It, RB is deeply rooted in community. That's what we're about. It sure sounds like it. I love that. And lastly, how can we follow along with you and learn more about your work? So the techie in me made it very easy for you guys. If you go <laughs> r.b.pestsolutions and just put it in Google. You'll be able to find us on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And you'll be able to just find out all about our services, all about our products. Um, we're expanding to Indiana right now. So I'm extremely excited about that. That's amazing. Um, yes. So we're trying to go state by state here. And so we're in Indiana right now and our products will be launching soon. But as of now, we have mattress covers. So many people, you know, mattress covers are so expensive. And so to protect your mattress cover, we've come out with, uh, mattress protectors that you can put on the bed and you can, 
it, they're laundry, you know, user friendly. They're also good for spills or just allergens. And it helps with bug detection very easy. So if you go to www.therbpremiumproducts.com, you can purchase your mattress covers. And that's just our first line of mini products that's coming out under our brand. Amazing. I, I just can't thank you enough for taking the time to talk with us and share your story that truly is so inspirational and motivating and just hearing you tell each step of the story and the intent behind all that you're trying to accomplish right now, uh, your heart is in it. And that is so evident. And um, I just thank you for sharing that goodness with us today here on the podcast. Listen, thank you for having me. It is such a complete, like sincerely, humbly honor to to sit down with anyone and just hold a conversation about something I love to do. So thank you for having me on your amazing platform. Much continued success to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Be The Good Podcast. Please like, comment, and share. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Be The Good Podcast. And remember, we can all find our own way to be the good. Thank you.